we're going to roleplay lovelorn substitute teachers in a in a backwoods Arizona. Tell me more. All right, know, now like, let's what? let's do this. You piqued my interest. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Bite Size Gaming Podcast, the podcast that's serving up a buffet of RPG topics to get you through your week. My name is Zach, and the host joining me this fine evening is the Dwarven DM, John Christian. Good evening, everyone. And the uh, the Dapper Dad, Troy Sandlin. Lolly ho. Oh my god, what are you doing? Don't steal my jazz. <laughs> well, you didn't take it, so I thought, <laughs> well, oh. I mean, I was trying not to do the obvious. I was, that was me... Like bucking against expectations, and then you—that's fine. You can have it for this episode. I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like the rivalry. Um, <laughs> like now, John <laughs> is going to have rivalry. this. Like, I'm going to always introduce John first now because he will then feel like Troy breathing on the back of his neck, <laughs> waiting <laughs> to steal his uh, his identity should he mm-hmm. choose. Otherwise, right? Yeah. So and I'll pass it on to Thomas. Say... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like, I already had an identity crisis in Thomas taking over <sighs> one evening. I don't, I don't need that again, really. <clears throat> well, tonight, being a Sunday uh, here on the live stream, uh, we do something a little bit different. Uh, whether it's an interview um, or we talk about a system or something like that. But anytime we're not doing a crowdfunding corner on a Sunday, we try to do something a bit odd off the wall um and lo and behold it seems like uh, a good chunk of our uh our interviewees want to do tuesdays at the moment mm-hmm. uh so that means it's going to probably be a, a little while before we get back to a regular episode <clears throat> today is going to be no different um we kind of had a pitch back and forth about what we wanted to chat about and um I think maybe, I don't know if it was all the cons that kind of came crashing it around us the last few months and all the hauls that we got from that. I think part of it, part of my blame is going to fall on our Discord community and uh, the fact that they post pictures of like books that they get in and, and from their Kickstarters or Amazon or wherever they're getting it from. Um, but I've just been like stewing over wanting to play other systems, mm-hmm. a bunch of systems currently. Um, and so tonight, we're going to be chatting about what systems, if we had, you know, the time and resources and availability and interest from players, or maybe we have a DM that would run it for us, what would we play? Yes. Um the, and I think it's going to be fun. We've got top three, and the in the obviously the top one is like your your selfish or guilty pleasure game, like the thing that like all right, I don't have to take anyone else in consideration. I just get to play exactly what I want. Um, yeah, Girk, I'm right along with you with all the systems. Yeah, um, systems. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, fellas. Um, I have no idea. I think I think afterwards Troy had recommended that we kind of do a runners up or something so, like yes, that. Honorable kind of mentions. That, honorable know. mentions at the end. Yeah. Um, 
but we've got our top three. We're going to start at number three for each one um, and work our way up. And, and when we go through it, um, you don't have to get super detailed unless you have those details. But we want to know the system. We want to know the size or scale of the thing that you want, right? Do you want, uh, you know, a, a mini series? Do you want a big old campaign? Do you want a one shot? Do you want what do you want out of this oh, experience? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, are you going to DM it, or do you want somebody else to DM it? That's the kind of the things that we're after. If you know, maybe maybe you say, um, maybe you say Shadowrun. Uh, is is what you want. You might be able to say like, well, I 100% want it to be like a crazy heist. You know, maybe you have a theme within the system that you want. Um, and, and but that's Mitch up is going to you. run it for us. And Mitch is going to run it for you. All Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's start with John tonight. Oh, Are you fellows boy. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. And uh, right, so chat. Well, here, yes. let me let me say this real quick. Yep. Chat, if you have your own list, post them there in chat, and yes, we'll please. cover them um, as we're as we're. Yeah, as start we putting start points. putting in your number threes. Yes, number threes. All right, go for yep. it, John. You got it. All right, so uh, Forbidden Lands. Oh, I want to try out. I want to try out Forbidden Lands. Like at, at uh, uh, Origins, uh, I I I got. A, a slew of books and dice and all that good stuff from the guys at Free League Press, and that was that was that was great. So it's one thing to get it, but then to start reading through it, right? It is it's just really cool. Uh, what do I want? Uh, I want somebody else to run it because I I want to I want to feel more of that that OSR uh, that I'm that I may not be able to, that it's not the thing that I'm like my niche. It's not I don't think it's the thing that I'm really good at. It's like this really. Like gritty, brutal. I mean, I, I can do it, right? But I, like, I want to, I want to feel what OSR really feels like from another mm -hmm. person's perspective, and I feel like that's a really good system to do it in. And I just, I really love the, the world that they put together. I like the mechanics; they're find them absolutely fascinating. Um, how long would I want it for? Probably like a like a, a stint, like a five session arc mm, okay. is about what I would want, I think. Like a good start, middle, and end point in there with a little, like some, some stuff that goes on in between in episodes two and three, but like a good climactic thing that happens at the end of it to nice okay. and satisfying and then move on to the next I've game. got so many questions already. This is a great discussion. Um, John, this is not a you game in my opinion, especially yeah, for you to be a player. No. It's 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 raiders and rogues in a cursed world. Like that's mm -hmm. its pitch, right? It's there's no nice people. It's not a nice place. You can't be your paladin. No. Um, that's the so, thing, right? That's the thing. I love that. Is like one of the, the like a, a uh, an arc. I guess it's maybe an archetype that I, I would like is either the antihero, like the uh, and I want to think about an antihero. I'm thinking more like Mad Max. Yeah. Right of like that kind yeah. of an antihero of like okay. like like thrust Ooh. upon him to do something that is good or kind or compassionate and not really wanting to but like that that like cool. that conflict I like oh, the man. conflict I, of that I dig the idea like okay you 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 I was confused as to the take that jo that how John was steering into this but selling me on Mad Max storylines mm -hmm. in the Forbidden Lands is is a very cool premise. Yeah. Very cool or premise. The other, the alternative would be someone that really like has like these, they want to be 
kind or they want to be good or they want to be compassionate, but the world is so cruel and they're, they're forced to make very difficult decisions for survival's sake. Right. Like it's, it's that like, I only have so many resources. There's only so much of me to help other people before I have to sacrifice something else, either of myself or something that's important to me. Right. That, that more, that morality play that goes on there of having to make those tough decisions. That's compelling to me as a, as a, as a player to play that kind of a character. Kind of like, uh, like a walking dead type feel. A little bit. Yeah. That's yeah. what I, yeah. Mm, okay. Like that. But not as, I wouldn't, I don't know that I'm like super into like that level of brutality work. Cause one of the things that got old about walking dead to me, is like every episode was punishment. Like every season yeah. was just pun. Like there's gotta be at least some levity in there somewhere or like some minor wins, at least three steps forward, two steps back kind of thing. Where just like, mm. if it's just brutal and I'm getting my, my nuts kicked in every single game, I'm just, I'm really not into that at all. I, Yes, if it's an extended campaign, but I think for like, uh, for like a you know just a five uh, five session arc, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you could it could be brutal, like almost like Cormac McCarthy's The Road. Oh my God! Ooh. It's just yeah, it's so rough and it's so punishing, and it just oh boy. I mean, but once you go through that whole that arc, then you can jump into something. Are you a, are you a, this is way off topic, but par for the course for us, I think way on brand, <laughs> way brand. Off topic. on brand, off yeah. topic. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, are you a, are you a Cormac McCarthy fan, Troy? Uh, uh, or some, just, or specifically the road. I like the road, uh, no country for old men. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I love those. I love that whole, you know, especially I didn't know where I was getting into with the road. And it, I was, it, I, yeah. it beat yeah, I thought me I was down. getting a. It I thought I was getting like a, just a the, the prototypical mm. post-apocalyptic. Oh, it'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, Everything's gonna no. be fine. Like I, I'm glad I watched it, and it was. It's an important film to me. It is. Mm-hmm. After watch, it's important to me. Mm-hmm. I will never be able to watch it again, though. It is. I, just, I have yet to watch it again. I, I, I can't. I, mean, I, I don't it. think I could. Mm. Uh, it's just. Yeah. It is so brutal. But it's so brutal. But I kind of. I kind of would like the experience of playing in that, but yeah, not for a very long time. Um, (laughs) Maybe, maybe uh, a forbidden lands that was tweaked kind of like uh, maybe the book of Eli. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Or, or something like that where, yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking of when you're saying, you know, that person that is good, Mm -hmm. but they have to find that part inside them hey if they want to survive or if they want to help these other people survive they have to dig into a place into a dark dirty nasty place and Mm -hmm. do things that they can't they they don't want to speak of yeah good parallel very very good parallel that's that's it book of eli or mad max that's the kind of the vibe that i would the angle that i would go with as a player interesting but i would i would leave it up to the dm to kind of like or gm to to kind of take it the the way that they want to yeah yeah well i'm pleased to know like so so i I promise i'm going to pull us back onto the rails here but um i got really excited when you said cormac because cormac is one of my uh favorite writers um or let me let me rephrase that those are some of my favorite books, regardless of the way he writes them. Um, uh, but and and those last two, his last two, which are uh, 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 "No Country for Old Men" 
and the road are, are exceptional. But if you go back to like his older stuff, like um, um, Child of God or um, Blood Meridian, that's some that's some stuff that'll make you think and will stick with you. Um, as long as you can navigate zero punctuation at all, <laughs> it's it's literally it's literally like I'm on Facebook. No, yeah, exactly. Other, punctuation you, just gets you in the way. You have never seen you have never seen like a page that is just a solid block of text, and then you turn the page, and it's another solid block of text with no periods, no caps, no commas. Just I'm putting this down on paper, and the only time that you get a space is if he decides that he, there's going to be a conversation, and some of it's going to be in Spanish. And there's no translation. It's just like, here we go. Solid block of text, line of Spanish. Solid block of text, three lines of Spanish. You're like, all right, let me get out my Google Translate. It's really good, though. Wow. Um, that was a horrible sidetrack for this yeah. episode. But, I thought you were getting us back on um, the rail. Tr- Troy said magic words. I am. Uh, so speaking, let's let's move on. Uh I'll, here, I'll jump in because I, I can get us back on the rail with that. Okay. Uh, speaking of how the West was won, um, I'm going to call Deadlands Ooh. as my number three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm down for that. Um, uh, you running it or are you yeah, playing it? I would be happy playing. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, um, I think I'd be happy to play. Um, in one of the rare instances where it wouldn't really matter to me. Um, and uh, uh, Mitch is asking which version. Um, probably Reloaded, but it doesn't really matter. I just want to like, uh, like seep myself in that aesthetic for a while. Um, and uh, I would like it to be like 10, like 8 to 10 sessions like an, a, a thing that's long enough to where you you sit and breathe and it maybe six is enough but enough to where you can settle in you have some of those slower paced episodes which i think would really play into some of that western feel right if if it isn't just like high action all the time because we got to move the plot um and uh i would love it to be like I'd love it to be a heavy on the Western side of things. Right on. Not mm-hmm. not that I don't want the horror because I absolutely do, but I want like if I'm going to have a if the if the scales are going to tip, I want a little bit more Western weight towards it. Okay. Um, I think it's a good that's a good choice. Now, yeah. as you know, you would want somebody to run it, or you would want somebody else. You would run it for somebody else. I think I think I would be okay with playing, um, because it's like I that's I think characters that I like to play, types of characters simple, that I like to play. With, Hick. Yeah, would be great. <laughs> that's one of the many. Listen, I have many, many variations of of the simpleton that <laughs> I <Blazing> enjoy. Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> <Craig>. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I. I'm down with that. I, mm-hmm. I, and I definitely like the idea of it being more Western than weird. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I yeah, like that. and weird's a better word than horror, maybe, but because really, I just want more Western than oddity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if that's a horror vibe or a weird vibe or whatever it ends up needing to be. I, I definitely want both. I just maybe like a 60 40 split or some 30 split somewhere in there. Let's move on, because um, we've got plenty to cover here. Uh, I will note that someone in chat, Killalot, was saying that he missed the uh, the OSR days, um, and he missed things like, uh, help me out here, I'm looking for the me- looking back uh, for the message, Hill, Top Secret, Top Secret, mm-hmm. Gamma World, mm-hmm. 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 yes indeed. So I guess I'll kick back off with this. Um, so yeah, if I if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it, I want to be a player. I, I think I could I could go either way, but I want to be a player, and I want it to be like either a sixty forty or a seventy thirty split towards Western over mm. weird or horror or anything like that. Right on. I think that's where I sit. Um, I would eight. I would happily join that game. That that's yes. a that's a good mix. I think that'd be a lot of fun to do that one. I've I've wanted to do Deadlands also. I have a friend of mine, Brian, who played the crap out of it. Mm. And we'd always talk about it, and my eye, my eyes would just glaze over because it's just too much to absorb all at one time. But it was fascinating to me, and he would just like he would ramble off like the the alternate history and stuff like that. I'm like, sure, that sounds like that sounds like a lot of fun. But uh, I would I'd love to play it. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. Interest. Cool. All right. Well, maybe someday. Um, all right, well, let's keep moving because we got plenty to go. Uh, Troy, what do we got there? Uh, I have always wanted to play Call uh, some form of Call of Cthulhu in an extended campaign. And I wanted to play it. Things an extended campaign of Call of Cthulhu? I think it can be done. Can that happen? Yes, uh, I think there can be an extended campaign in Call of Cthulhu. It just has to be hmm. played out differently than what you would expect. I mean, because they, they have that, what, um, is there a horror on the Orient Express or the the Masks of Narlahotep or something like that? It's a campaign mm-hmm. book mm-hmm. for Call of Cthulhu, so it's, it's in there. So to me, it's more... It's more exploration, like Indiana Jones, uh, continent hopping, finding information, finding stuff, encountering cultists, you know, some some otherworldly clues here and there that is slowly building up to the stuff that is taking your your sanity, kind mm-hmm. of thing. So it's not it's not a one shot kind of thing where you're you go to the 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 RV park yeah. and, you, and you know four hours later you're a fish man. <laughs> so you want the slow descent into madness, yes, and not I, not a stone plummeting into the into the depths of the right. ocean. And and that <laughs> could yeah, it, and you know and you know that insanity or death is inevitable, mm-hmm. but I think there's something that can be done with that. There there's kind of a you can dive into that character in a different way or even Delta green. Oh, see 
that was that was that's going to go in my honorable mention. So I'm going to go ahead and mention. I'll I'll will t- say it right now. I'm very interested in playing a game of Delta Green. Yeah, I would love to play. I'm I might run. I would I would maybe run Delta Green. I would definitely play Delta Green. Mm-hmm. But uh, the idea of being like in the 1920s, that whole mm-hmm. aesthetic, um, just being mm-hmm. in every every person getting thrown into the the weird tentacle freakiness of Lovecraftian horror, I think it would be kind of cool. Yeah, whoever came up with that was like Vietnam wasn't bad enough. Let's put right. tentacles in Let's it as well. And more more madness on top of and, whatever, what was already in there. And I would even, if I was playing, if I was going to play normal Call of Cthulhu, I would play against the 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 norm. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you can't fight your way out of Lovecraftian horror, but I think to me that's also part of the fun is playing that character who is like a soldier of fortune or mm-hmm. you know fresh out of the army or something like that who thinks in terms of fists and guns, but now you're put up against these otherworldly horrors that that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So you've got to mm-hmm. figure out what to do and and rely on the more brainy members of your group and you're basically just I'm going to do what I can to keep you guys alive because if if you're dead I'm dead now would you do it as Delta Green or the fall of Delta Green I am not that familiar with the fall of Delta Green because I isn't that the Vietnam one and then the actual Delta and it's like a prequel and then Delta Green in truth is like more of an 80s I think Delta Green was started in Vietnam. I thought it was Vietnam. And then the fall of Delta Green happened in the 80s. But, you know, I don't know. And and the difference is that that fall of Delta Green is in, like, the gumshoe system or something. Like, it's a whole different system that it runs off of than than the core book. So, it's weird. It's fascinating, but weird. Well, I think that... Whichever one it is, the one that I would definitely want to play out of and play and run in is definitely the Vietnam era mm. version of it. Whichever one that is, actually. Interesting. Or, Maybe somebody in even, chat can point us in the right direction. Yeah. Or even uh, Octoon Cthulhu. Mm. That's 2D20, could, though. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> I, I want to <laughs> see that system <laughs> in a more <laughs> combat... <laughs> well, it, it, could, it could very well work for, you know... Lovecraftian horror. I don't know. It's also Savage Worlds. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It is also Savage Worlds, and it's also um, Call of Cthulhu. So you could yeah. have yeah. a Call of Cthulhu action Cthulhu campaign and have your best of all worlds. Yeah. You could kill two 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 birds with one stone. <clears throat> all right. Cool. All right. So let's chat about. Number twos here, uh, John. What's your number uh, two? Yeah, so this is it's uh, it is. I'm going to shift pretty significantly with this one. I tried to think about something that was like a little bit different. Uh, I would love to play a Mouse Guard RPG game. Ooh, and, good and the reason, call. The, yeah, the specific reason why is because of the Secret of Nim. Okay. Like that's yeah. it is. Uh, I would love. I, I love the idea of. I mean, you can play in other systems where you're very small and you're going against things that are very big, very titanic things. But this is like, like 
the life of a mouse seems so frail and fragile and everything is a predator and you're the prey to everything. But there's like this, like a sweet nobility in, in the, in the characters that are in it. They're not mm-hmm. as jaded as a watership down or as like the Warren or anything like that. So mouth guard, it's like a, it's very um, like nearly Ar- Arthurian in the way that it kind of, the way that it, it feels to me whenever, and, and which again, those sensibilities come back from the secret of Nim where it's a little bit weird, kind of dark, mm-hmm. but there are very noble characters that are in it. There's like these, a good swing of good versus evil. Uh, yeah. That's in it very fairly clearly defined goods and evils where you're not really going to have. So it's, uh, that's kind of a pretty big shift from, uh, from my, my other, uh, the, the, that OSR feel of like, desperate struggle kind of thing and like lots of moral grays as opposed to this one where this seems like you could do a lot of like uh like a more of a high adventure but very very small in in the in size yeah okay so let me ask you is it specifically mouse guard or would you play mouse ritter would you play red wall or is it you're just a concept or is it specifically mouse guard that Mm -hmm. you're well, I've read some of the series of Mouse Guard, and I really like the series quite okay. a bit. Mm-hmm. So that's probably where I would start. But if somebody were like to say, "You should try this one instead," I'm going to jump on any one. I'm not going to be okay. so picky. But in in this instance specifically, just because I know more about Mouse Guard and kind of like the the vibe and the themes that are that play off in it, I really I really like that. And the kind of character that I would play would be like a like a Mystic Mouse kind of character, you know, like that very sagely, like Nicodemus mm. oh, yeah. from, from, uh, from, uh, from Secret of Nim, yeah. you know, or, or Mr. Ages would probably be more in line with it where he's like the, the mystic that's really grumpy and is mm. like, that doesn't, it's a like very dwarf-like, right? Like Mr. Ages was all in, in Secret of Nim was very dwarf-like and then he was like really, really brusque and stony on the outside, but he had like, you know, just like a candy-coated he would like have a, a little like gushy, gooey center, you know, and so that kind of a that kind of character concept is the probably the one that I would go with. Um, I would probably do the same thing that I did with Forbidden Lands, where I'd I'd love like a good five, five uh, five game arc. That that to me is yeah. like the really like if I really want to try something and see if it's something that I want to keep going with, it's, it's going to end up being five. Right, game. Yeah. Five is a really really good one. You got a good beginning, middle, and end to it. Yeah. And it kind of yeah. like has that good curve uh, that I'm looking for in it. So uh, mm-hmm. I just like the themes of, again, of like things that are very like small and the dangerous world and, and everything is gigantic. Everything, snakes mm. and foxes and everything else, that's, are birds, crows, owls, things that are trying to eat me. Everything's right trying to eat me. So we're, are humans present in, in these games at all? Uh, or is it I like don't... the strange otherworldly creatures that's like, oh my gosh, we just do not... You know, honestly, I don't, I don't recall. It's been so long since I've read any of it. I didn't read a ton, right? So don't get me wrong. So again, a lot of my, like my, like the game that I would want to play in would be, if I could made like a Secret of Nim game, that's really what I want to play in. But Mouse Guard seems like it's the one that's like the closest to it that I'm really kind of looking for. <clears throat> Either way, I think that it would be, if I would, I would want humans to be kind of like this, this nebulous thing that's just like a force of nature that they had to, yeah. that was on the periphery that they had right. to deal with. Like we always mm-hmm. move from this side of the stone to the other side of the stone in the in the spring because of something that happens because the humans are coming, but you never really have to mm-hmm. deal with them directly. All of your conflicts would happen inside of that same little microcosm of the smaller world and set inside of a larger world. You know? mm-hmm. Hmm. 
that would be fun. I, I could yeah. I could get down with some of that too. Yeah, yeah. I think and Gurk's right along there with you, trying to get Mouse Ritter because I think he backed the Kickstarter right along with you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I I steer more towards the 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 rabbit side of things if we're gonna steer down that trail. Like I've got a RPG mm-hmm. called the Warren that I would love to play at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I I see the appeal. And what you're mm-hmm. saying, for sure. I mean, like anthropomorphizing animals is like it's to me. It's like I don't know very many people that didn't have as a part of their childhood. There's yeah. always some Disney movie or something like that where yeah. there was an animal that was talking, or there was like a humanoid humanoid yeah. form of some sort. And so I identify with it from a nostalgia purpose point. Like that's like probably the biggest thing. It's the nostalgia and the artwork <laughs> of Don Bluth and everything like that. But um, <laughs> yes. yeah, I, uh, I I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, I think that a lot of people could relate to that as in playing that kind of a game. For me, that's like, mm-hmm. it's easily, that's like, it was an easy ad for yeah. my number two. I Very would, easy. I would, I think it'd be awesome if, if you had a campaign set in a big house. Mm. Oh, yeah, that would be rad. I would love like, that. You know, be cool. it, I it, dig it. It's almost the equivalent difference. of like, it's almost like the, the equivalent of like a city campaign. Yep. You know, yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah, you got to look. It's like a little down. environmental bubble where there's stuff that goes on outside, but the only stuff that you really worry well, about is what's going on in there. And it's translating, right? A thing that's familiar to the player, yeah. to the to the to the people, into mm-hmm. something that's now disfamiliar as a mouse, right? So that'd be cool. And then it's um, like, yeah, I have to go sneak out. I have to go into the yeah. the, the big people area. Yeah, and I think oh. this is one where I would feel comfortable running this game too. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of divided. Honestly, I could mm-hmm. probably run this game and feel very comfortable about the themes. The I have a very, very specific feel that I would want in it, to where I, I'd I'd want to be able to own the uh, the like the setting the the stage, so to speak, for like the environment mm. and the tone and everything like that. Whereas with Forbidden Lands, I'm more than happy to just like give myself over to whoever is running it and just going along with whatever their their yeah. primary thrust of the story yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, I would totally run this this game though, and I'd love that. Well, um, Troy, before I jump fully into chat here, are you going to talk, talk about as a little hint? Are you going to talk about cyber stuff in a in an well, upcoming bullet point? Well, no, not in the, not in the three, which is odd. Okay. I mean, it, it was so going to go in my honorable mentions, but we already talked about it, so I didn't put it. Yeah, in so Mitch is Mitch is chatting about uh, Cyberpunk twenty twenty and Cyberpunk Red there in chat. I've never gotten to play Cyberpunk 2020. Cyberpunk Red, I think, for me, is is a great system to pull people out of D&D and into. Because it's it has so many touch points to familiar things with D&D that it's a really easy sell. Like, your players aren't going to have a whole lot of problems maneuvering into there. Uh, so, for that alone, I think that system's great, and I like running it. Um, I've, I've ran a few games of it now. Um, uh, I'll stay on the sci-fi side of things and say um, I'm also going to go different for my second one here. Um, I'm going to go Warhammer 40k. Oh, oh wow! Warhammer yeah, 40k RPG. The RPG, yeah, 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 nice. absolutely. Any particular? Yeah. Okay, so before you carry on, how specific are you getting with this? Just like I'll take anything you got. Or are you talking about like marine, like uh, Imperial Marines? Are you talking Rogue Trader? Or no, it would be it would be the Wrath and Glory is what I want to play, um, okay. which is their new RPG. Um, 
and uh, I would I ideally I want to be a space marine and if if Deadlands I could go either direction I could go either direction on any of these but if if Deadlands is the either or option for me I'm gonna go player as this one hardcore mm. um, I'd like it to be like six sessions thereabouts um, and I want it like my ideal setup would be that it is a series like a chronicle. A chronicled series that we play through. So like three mini adventures, like two sessions each. Um, not like a long story, but just like these snippets that tell punchy stories. And there's like one, two, three, and they kind of combined tell the story uh, or a point, a chapter in the history of one of the um, uh, you know factions of Space Marines. That okay. would be awesome. I would right. dig that so much. Um, the problem, the thing that's getting in my way is I adore the franchise from a novel point of view, from mm. a, you know, uh, fiction point of view, but I don't feel like I have the the full knowledge to be super comfy in running it. Now, I could probably just go open up the rule book and, like, run whatever's in the starter kit, right, and be all right. Um, but I want, like, someone to run it that has way more intimacy with this lore than I do. Mm-hmm. And I want them to say, you are you are this Space Marine company, and these are the things that you're going to encounter. And I just get to buckle in to my, you know, to my power suit and mm-hmm. go along for that ride. Okay, I can appreciate that. Like, as okay, someone Jeff. that I, I my my first introduction to my only really introduction to Warhammer 40k, I never played any of the miniature gaming. I read a little bit of the books after the fact. I read, I actually read some Warhammer Fantasy before I, I read any or played any for 40k, um, and it was holy crap! There's so much lore. It is, it is. Like drowning mm-hmm. in a in a in a an ocean of lore. There's so much crap, and so even still, even having not only a, a, a GM that knows the lore, which we well, I had, nah. I had other players at the table that knew way more than me, and it was like I have uh, completely out of my element. It was yeah. still great, but it was just it was overwhelming. There's so that's much what I want. Going on. That's what I want. I want somebody who just talks over my head. For the entire six <laughs> sessions, I'm just like yes, um, I, and I can play my simpleton as a marine. Well, that's a simpleton just space like, marine. That's just, scary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. A, a, um, a, nine, a nine foot tall, genetically engineered <laughs> super soldier simpleton. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, oh man, I would, because because what I love the most about that world or about the products that they put out is when they kick out those anthology series just mm. devour them i love those like short snippets and um uh so i'd love i i just want a campaign of that i want a little campaign that just gives me those snippets and you know you're finding artifacts you're you're saving the world in 24 hours or the galaxy or whatever right like it's it, it'll be great <clears throat> No, I love that. 
And, I, I, and to your point, you're right. Well, I would I would need to be like uh, my character would have to be like a pipe banger, you know, like that. Just some some mook that they picked up and was like cleans their armor or scoops up their space poop whenever they're done. So like that's like the character that I would have to be just because Whoa. of how little I would actually knew at the time. And I had to like, but that's on brand though. Yeah, Troy, is, right? you 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 act like that. that's something un, <laughs> uncouth. But but what? Well, I like, mean, I mean, I feel like John is mm-hmm. is painting a negative picture of these space marines as if they're walking around just shitting all over their barracks. <laughs> it's hyperbole, and, and they it's have hyperbole. to have somebody running around behind them, scooping it up behind you know. <laughs> Well, with hang broom, on. With a push so, broom. With a push broom. No, well, hang on. But, <laughs> but the the low, like the low in in Warhammer are low. That's the yeah. thing that I, I. That's the thing yeah. that I. That's what I'm getting at. It's like that's yes. the thing that I got out of playing yes. Rogue Trader for years, is that there are literally people inside of humans that are inside of a, like a space Hulk or like in ships yeah. that yeah. all they do is they bang a pipe. People have completely forgotten about them even being there. They've been doing it mm-hmm. for generations, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Why do you bang the pipe?" Because my daddy was a pipe banger, his daddy was a pipe banger, and now I'm a pipe banger. You know, it's like like that's the kind of, like that kind of that's what I'm getting at. I'm not saying that space marines are actually like like they're, rabbits they're just, just walking around defecating a dump wherever they go. In, the, in the in the barracks and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> they have like a little all my hatch that all pops my open every once I've in a never while. read that, Troy. I, I don't I, think I did. Where, think what so. corner of the internet do you get your forty k <laughs> stories from? Yeah, me. I'm talking about John. He's the one that wanted to be the the space marine poop scooper. <laughs> hey, better better that than some of the alternatives out there. Believe me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, let's 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 kick this back to Troy. Uh, what are you thinking? Okay, so I want to do Alien from Free League, but in a big way. Mm-hmm. I want this to be a long campaign, but not necessarily with the same characters. Mm. Because I what I would do is I I would like to take the connection um, or make a connection because uh, somebody mentioned in chat uh, Craig mentioned in chat Blade Runner mm-hmm. I would like to take Blade Runner the oh. movie Soldier oh yes develop that into the androids that then get put on the ships and stuff it's still my beating heart yeah and, and mm-hmm. just kind of, kind of connect this all out and so like mm-hmm. you would have and not necessarily, you know, sequentially. So, let me be a you know one of the enhanced soldiers from Soldier for a couple sessions. And it's like okay, bloop. Now we're going to be uh, on LV four two six checking stuff out. And bloop. Now we're in the time of you know the replicants hunting hunting down mm-hmm. the rogue replicants. And bloop. And just going all different. I hadn't even thought about the fact that like. Free League is going to crank out both Alien and Blade yes. Runner, and you mm. know, you know that they're like, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna have both of those books sitting on your shelf next to each other, and they're gonna find a product that just slides neatly in between. Yes, right? indeed. Mm. Yeah, and, uh, to Craig, I would be both truckers and, and Marines because, like I said, you know, you're gonna have some some characters over here for a, a nice little arc. 
You're going to have some Marines over here for a nice little arc. And then you might come back to those oh. those space truckers. Then you might jump over to be a, a Blade Runner for a while. Uh, and just kind of bouncing all over this universe of, of stories back and forth just to weave in and out. Like, yeah, like an anthology. You could go back and revisit some of them that you really, really liked. If you, if you have a TPK, fine. You know, the alien, the, the Xenomorphs gotcha, cool. Now do a little bit of Blade Runner going mm-hmm. forward. Well, that's the, mm-hmm. that's the thing I, I love about your idea, though, right? It's like the TPK is part of the, is part of the story. It's part of right? the story, yeah. Like the, the, next, the next thing that comes in, it's the recovery team. Mm-hmm. Right, it's the one. It's 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 Ridley's group that came in and stumbles on the wreckage and ruin of yes. what happened last. Right. Yeah. I I really like that from a just from a conceptual point, not just necessarily alien RPG, even though that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of like it's it's three. It's a trilogy of sessions. It's five mm-hmm. session sessions each, or three sessions each, or whatever it is. But it's like. It's this, and then that ends, and then something else comes. Is like a prequel to it, or mm-hmm. it is a sequel to it, or something that's running in parallel. And then the yeah. last one is where like the roads no longer diverge; they intersect again, and they create. This is like the the, the main path once once again. Mm-hmm. I like that. And, idea. and and if if you were going to hold my feet to the fire and say, okay, you said you know the alien game, you have to only play the alien game. You can't pull all this other stuff in it. Fine. It would be a much shorter campaign, but I would also like it to be a multi-session campaign where it's more aliens and not mm. alien. Mm. And because that that throwaway line from um, Hudson when he's like, "There's going to be another bug hunt, sir." What have they encountered before mm-hmm. to call them bug hunts? Mm-hmm. So let me be a space marine put me on different you know missions and in, in this and that and then that I can uh, culminate into finding a, a hive of xenomorphs or something like that let me explore that world of alien I dig it mm-hmm. yeah, I, like that. I dig yeah. it awesome all right uh, I'm sold on that one um, sign me up uh, yeah, all and, right. and, and Bear Droid is going to be the the guy that plays the same bishop in all the adventures. <laughs> <laughs> all the iterations. Awesome. Uh, well, here, uh, John, we're going to start our our top tier now. Uh, uh, Troy implied that like this one isn't just your number one. It's like it's like that. In my mind, I imagine this one is like the one you've been keeping in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And been like, I really one of these days. But I want it. I want it right. I want to do it right. Mm-hmm. I want to do it justice. So, and but, I only want to do it if it's perfect. Mm-hmm. So before we do the number ones, should we should we go through our lists of honorable mentions real quick? Because oh, we're not going to dig into them. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah. So John, do do give us give us a couple. Just rattle off the list. What didn't yes. quite make the list? Yeah, so uh, for me, it's going to be like uh, obviously Five Torches Deep is one that I'm mm-hmm. going to run and I'm going to play, but I haven't yet, right? So it's that's an right. e- that's one of the reasons why I didn't choose that one. I did not choose a Dragon Lance for my top three, but I would love to be. That's an honor. That's like one I'd like for somebody else that is a bigger Dragon Lance nerd than I am to run a game for me in their mm. little sandbox. Oh, I, I can't even imagine that you would you'd be so happy. <laughs> 
I would, would like a pig and slop, man. You would be like, smiling Jeremy for Arnold like would be one. I feel like Jeremy could run a really good Dragonlance game. I, I would, hmm. I, I'd, I'd pay money. No such that. creature. Fred no like, such there's no such creature. Or, <laughs> or you get one of us to do it for you, John, and we just nope. butcher the shit. Nope. <laughs> nope. Or you may as well have Krishna run it for me then, if that's the case. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Pokes. All of his I would love to. <laughs> Oh, I would hurt. love to. All of his yes. pain would be in there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What so, else? John, there's uh, this there's this purple yeah, dragon that flies out of the sky, and it's got a lance and both eye twitching. Hands. Eyes, yeah. I twitch. Both eyes twitching now. Not just one. Both of them are twitching at the same time. Yeah. yeah it's complete yeah. spasm. It's a yeah. strobe light. Yeah. 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 <laughs> purple, purple, purple dragon. That's <laughs> purple, purple dragon. That is the that's the meme yes. that messes with nerds. It's like Patrick Stewart, and he's quoted as a Gandalf yeah, yeah, quote yeah, about yeah, something yeah. in Harry Potter. Oh yeah. my god, it's just awful. It makes my brain yeah. hurt. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go. With, uh, Dragonlance would be a great one. Uh, I still would like to play uh, some more Star Wars. Uh, Edge of the Empire or like an Old Republic style game would be really really cool. Um, so like again, uh, I really want to play Transformers as one that I, I, I at Cyber I looked Cyberpunk Red was in my in my list too of one that I would I would love I'd love to play Delta Green was on there, um, some more Savage Worlds Mutants and Masterminds is one that I have not played before that I, I would like to play nice pull uh, at some point Cthulhu I haven't played like a really good session of Cthulhu you know so I, I'm I'm down with that I probably would only do like maybe one or two because I can only handle. So much just like depressing crap at one time, like it's good. I think it's good for you to have that stuff there, but like I just can't. I can't do an ongoing thing. I so. would love to see. I would. I would love to play in a game with John of Call of Cthulhu mm-hmm. that is reminiscent and heavily flavored by the mist. Oh yes, I would do mm. that. I with, would that would, I could do a I could do like a three session arc of that with that, that be, mm. ending, with an mm. ending like that. Oh yeah, be the like, bravest mm. ending in cinema, the bravest. Yeah, the yeah. fantastic ending. Uh, let's see. And I'll I'll round out my my last one, and I'll I'll pass the torch on to the, to you to you knuckleheads. Uh, what was it that I was looking at? Just a second. Uh, Blades in the Dark was one of them that was kind of like a, a close. Oh, yeah, yeah, was a close one. Uh, uh, uh the Lost Citadel. I would love mm. for somebody else to show me how to uh-huh. play it and to run it for me. The Lost Citadel, but just because the lore is looks interesting, crazy, yeah, yeah. yeah. super yeah. dark, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll rattle off a few. Uh, I'm gonna align with Troy and I think Craig and say Blade Runner. The new Blade Runner is super exciting to me. Yeah. Uh, 100% want to play that. As soon as that comes out, I'm gonna be. It's gonna be a hard sell to pull me into any other cyberpunk stuff. Um, I really want to play a really fun, engaging uh, game of Vampire. Um, uh, so that would be a high end one. That one almost made my top three actually. Um, mm. it, it, it early contender. Um, I want to play. I've got it sitting over on the shelf. You can actually see it if you're if you're live. But I I'm fascinated by the Green Knight RPG. Mm-hmm. Oh, because yeah. it like it's it's different than the others because I just want to see what a product that was that eccentric that niche that like it, it's not trying to fit into the RPG world it's not fitting into the you know television world it just kind of sits outside of both but is influenced by both um, I want to just learn what's going on there and see how that 
ended up being. Um, and then, <clears throat> oh goodness, um, uh, I, I I would like to. Um, my favorite book of all time is Watership Down. So if I got to pick, like, uh, I would love to play in a, a Watership Down inspired, kind of to tie into your thing there, John with Miles Guard, um, uh, an earnest, an earnest game that has that sort of sensibility would be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. No knuckleheads. No, <laughs> no knuckleheads. <laughs> yes. Including myself. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's uh, actually, I think you... That's an important angle in all of this, though. We've talked about us as a player, singular, and then the DM. We really haven't, and I think with the third one, let's do this. With the third one, let's make sure that we have the, we say, like, and these are the kind of players that I want at the table, too. I think that's a really important component. Mm. In oh, speak of the devil. Okay, so hang on. I got to throw another one in there because I'm really excited about this. The One Ring, second edition, and I'm getting oh, to play yeah. it in another, like, two months. Okay. Uh, one of uh, the friends of the show is going to run it for me, and and a group of us. And I am that's awesome. I am craving it. Um, and yeah, Bear Droid is saying, uh, uh, you know, you, you know, he doesn't know how how vamp sensibilities would fit. I agree. Like, I don't want to get like, I don't want to get in the weeds. Yeah. But I would like to. I've listened to some some actual plays to kind of get a sense for it, and I've read the rule book and whatnot. I'm like, there's a fun game in there for me, and I would like to find it. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to piggyback on that. Look, that vampire didn't make didn't make my honorable mentions. Didn't make my top three. Um, I worked with a kid years and years and years ago who was big into vampire. And the way he described it, it was a lot more like Underworld, the way they ran it. Mm. He, he, he described a scene where they had took the local shopping mall mm. and they were werewolves hunting down a vampire or vice versa, something like that. I'm not really sure which, but they could smell mm. their enemy and they tracked him down. They had this big fight blasting through different shops in this mall and stuff. And I thought, oh, that'd be kind of fun. But I don't, I don't, I feel kind of like that that's not what the the masquerade was mm -hmm. all about. Mm -hmm. So I'd play it. I would like to play it. I'd like to give it a shot. But. For my honorable mentions, um, Symbarum, Forbidden Lands, mm -hmm. Five Torches Deep, something along those, you know, more gritty, more mm -hmm. uh, nasty, life is cheap type. Uh, mm hmm fantasy settings i've always wanted to try shadow run i never i've never got to play it just to see what it's like uh top top secret boot hill that kind of thing would love to play just a straight wild west type game would be mm -hmm, awesome mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a spy game that would be awesome uh gamma world i actually loved the the gamma world that used like the fourth edition rules of D D. That was a lot of fun, the way they had that worked out. I played some hilarious games of that. I'd love to play more DCC, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just for the funnel and, and the crazy weirdness. And the two palate cleansers from all of this, you know, like especially doing a uh, The Road or something like that kind of riff, Paranoia and, and Feng Shui. Oh, wow. 
I would I would get down. Like the computer is our friend. The computer loves us. Find the mutants, or anything that you've seen in, in a Jackie Chan movie for Feng Shui. That's awesome. I love those. Good picks. Good pulls. Uh, Girk is saying DCC is his current focus. I love that and Deadlands. Uh, mm-hmm. Girk, you're running the games. Uh, some of the games, you know, DCC didn't make my list, but it it should have made my honorable mentions because I think it's fascinating. Um, all right, that's good. All right, so you could probably you might be able to guess, dear listeners, what each one of us has as our number ones just by li- just crossing off the list of what we didn't list as an honorable mention mm-hmm. maybe uh but let's give it a shot here uh john what's your number one? Oh man um this one's an easy one for me i want to play kids on bikes and i want it set in the 80s i want to be a goonie like, that, oh, it's like, dude, I want to be a goonie so hard. Like, but I, I, by that, I mean, like, I actually want to play kids on bikes as like, that's the mechanics of what's going on. But I want to be a goonie like, like the, the next generation of goonies or like their kids or something like that. Like, maybe not. You, you want to be the, the Sandlot too? That's what you want? No, it's not the Sandlot. <laughs> not, not so I and Bear Droid mentions yeah. Tales from the Loop. That was one I thought really hard about that, but it's such a very specific vibe and th- like I was mm. fighting between the two. If I had to choose between the two, though, as much as I do love the aesthetic yes. and the, the kind of like this alternate timeline love of Tales from the Loop, and I do want to play that too. I didn't mention it as an honorable mention intentionally because I just between that and kids on bikes yeah. but i want a goonies experience with kids on bikes that would be cool. I, mm. and that would be my jam and the, the people that i would want at the table are the silliest bastards possible that's who i want that's that, that's the fun game right so you I went forbidden lands would be this really dark and it could be like very dramatic and there could be some really awesome you know moments that come from it as a result of it you'd have this very sweeping um her- heroic tale over the different kind of play- set of players in mouse guard or that same kind of vibe whereas this one would just be like keystone capers with kids it would just be mm-hmm. like an absolute blast to do kids on bikes i would be mm-hmm. happy to run it or play it i got honestly. i got i got dibs on a seat oh man i would I, that would be i like You'd have to have the tropes in there too, like every trope you can think of, like the fr- like mm-hmm. the Fratelli like bad mm-hmm. guys that like just chew up scenery. Um, like again, eighties mm-hmm. or nineties would probably be this the era. I think eighties would be like the, my my preference between the two. But yeah, man, I would play the crap out of that game or run the crap out of it. Oh, yes, beers would... at the table game. That's a beer and pretzels game for sure. Yeah. Where we're like doing movie quotes mm-hmm. or we're singing eighties tunes at the like. And I'd have like that plant blasted in the background, or uh, mm. you'd go into like a, an arcade, and I'd have some like YouTube ambient sound effects of Joust and like, all of those classic <laughs> ar- arcade games that I when I would walk in, like there was just like this this chorus, this symphony of synthetic sound that was created by all of these arcade games. It was just like, oh, it's amazing. I would love to do that. That was just like that's mm. yeah. Um, I'm just excited, mm. sitting here thinking about it. That would be so much be fun. A lot of fun. I love it. <sighs> oh man. Okay. Yep. So, John, you you ended up having Forbidden Lands, then Mouse Guard, then Kids on Bikes. Yep. Um, I I like that list for you. I can I can see that being a very John 
list, mm -hmm. especially with my understanding of how you want Forbidden Lands ran, or mm -hmm. how you want to you, how you want to approach it. Um, and yeah, it makes per I, I I had a suspicion Tales from the Loop, but Kids on Bikes makes a lot of sense for you at the mm -hmm. top. Yeah, that was a fight, uh, man. That was a that was a tough. Yeah. I was like, as I'm sitting here listening to the two of you talk, I'm like, damn, man, do I want to change it back? I was like, I was wrestling with it like up until the moment. I'm like, nope. You didn't know nope. what was going to come out when you opened your Who mouth. Who knew? Yeah. No, I didn't know yep. until you all knew. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Uh, all right. Well, um, if you if if you were here, I don't even know if we were recording back then. I don't think we were. We weren't. Um, but in my old house, my old office, um, you would, it would have been quite obvious what, what Zach was going to pick. Um, because my old office had wall or floor to ceiling, wall to wall to wall, uh, Star Wars memorabilia across mm. the entire thing. Um, I would love to run a true campaign of Edge of Empire. Oh my God. Um, yes. But, but I want to run it. I mean, so, so, so what I would love to do, and this is the reason that it hasn't happened yet is, um, I want to pull out, you know, I was I was one of the people who read like all the legacy novels, had all the legacy novels, right? And mm -hmm. like um, dove into them hard. Um, I would love to pull out all of that and just like just marinate in in probably in that space, um, maybe like fifteen. 20 years after Return of the Jedi. Somewhere in there. No, um, far enough away to where um, you don't have those events, but there's like this weird empire that kind of has its own portion of the galaxy and is kind of floating alongside the New Republic mm -hmm. and is kind of almost unified with them, but they've got their own shit going on, and the New Republic has its stuff together, but then there's all these outside forces kind of like feeling at the edges of them and they're it's just it'd be really i think really fun um and i'm not even opposed to just incorporating some of the outside threats that were part of that legacy series towards the end like the the vong invasion and things like uh but i want to do it i want to do it like that i don't want it to be like the movies mm -hmm. in the sense that it's you know it's hurry up and get it over with sort of a story and big bad thing. I'd love it to be a more drawn out campaign, uh, war and stars, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I would, I would absolutely want to run it. Um, and I would want people to play it who know Star Wars, love Star Wars, but haven't, dipped their toe very much into the extended universe. Mm. I think that being able to be a GM who has all of that back knowledge and can kind of reveal it to you as someone who knows what a hut is, knows all about Java, right? Like you, yeah, of course, but, but you don't know a thing about Nar Shaddaa or, you know, hut space in general, right? Like, mm -hmm think that would be cool right it'd be cool to know about that for the first time in an rpg sense yeah um <clears throat> i would oh man i would consume that um i would love to play that game oh man well i'm with you you let me know when you're ready to run it because that's the 
whenever D and D was discovered to be the devil as a kid, mm. I I receded into Star Wars. That was like acceptable was to play Star Wars. So the old D six game I played the crap out of for years. We did a brash pilots campaign. We did a bounty hunters campaign, and there were some like the the highlights of my high school the time in high school with my friends. were sitting around and playing, we're rolling D sixes, you know, and uh, and praying that that wild die would explode over and over and over again. Right. So yeah. I love, and, and I'm with you, like kind of like the the you specifically pick like an edge of the empire, like that fringe of space or fringe of civilization kind of kind of space that gives you so much freedom to where you don't have to worry about like you get to start to like play and noodle with the lore a little bit when you're that far out there because there's a lot of weird crap out there that's kind of like undefined and and you know i don't really need to be on the edge of space all the time because i want you to be able to go to coruscant right Mm -hmm. i want you to have some of those experiences i don't really even care if a person wants to be a jedi what i don't want to do is tell, I don't feel like, is tell a story about the rebellion versus the empire. Mm, yeah. Or the confederacy versus the old republic, right? Like, I don't want it, I don't want it to be Jedi versus Sith. I don't want those types of, like, clashes. Um, mm. I want the Star Wars mixture in its entirety. I want the Force and, and lightsabers and things like that to be in in our campaign. But I... I and I love... <laughs> Bear Droid is my favorite person this evening... Um, with his, with their quote, uh, says, uh, uh, Star Wars game must not know what Yazalamari are, which is exactly what I would put. Like, if you know that far, you know, you know too deep. You know too much. Um, uh, spoilers, but they're like these weird lizard things that create like a, a force bubble that keeps you from being able to use the force while you're in proximity to them. Um, it's pretty cool. Well, uh, I think a, that's a deep cut, man. Yeah, I, deep cut. I I don't even know, know about that, that man. <laughs> I've read yeah. some of the, the extended universe books, like the Thrawn trilogy, and, and yeah. some of the ones outside of that. Like I've got boxes of them, but holy yeah, moly. I think I, I know think who Tag and Bink are. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Tag and Bink. Yeah. Uh, are they um are they the ones from the are they the kids from the uh, weird like kid horror novels? No, they're the they're the uh, the two stormtroopers, storm right? Yeah, that uh, Obi Wan tricked when he went to shut down the reactor. Oh, right on. And, okay. And every time you see just a pair of stormtroopers in the movies, that's tagging Bink mm-hmm. because they're screwing something up somehow. <laughs> it's mm. it's it's a it's a I think it's from Dark Horse when they were doing the Star Wars comic. Yeah. It oh is. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Some good stuff. Uh, you said Thrawn. Thrawn is, I think it's Thrawn and um, some of those later books. Uh, not later books, but some of like the 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 um, uh, that trilogy. I think is where the Thrawn trilogy. I think is where they got introduced, John. But it, this is a sidetrack. But it's been now. Granted, it's been. Decades since I've Talon Carday, yeah, exactly. Girk, yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> ah, man, these are my people in chat. I feel at home. <laughs> uh, you know what? I changed my mind. Bear Droid, Girk, you guys are welcome. Uh, these other yahoos can can keep out. 
I love it. All right. Uh, so that's Zach's is, is, is Edge of Empire. Um, Troy, what do you got for us? I, I want to know, before I say it, what do you guys think it is? I mean, who knows, man? You've, you've even before the show, you're like, you were almost embarrassed to say what it was. I don't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even tell exactly what it is at this point. <laughs> uh, let me give it a stab. I, I, I'll, I'll just throw one out there because nobody's mentioned it yet. Um, is it like, uh, like the Marvel, like a Marvel RPG or something like that? No. Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No. Okay. Well, then I don't know, man. My, unless I, it's My Little Pony, like oh, the no. RPG. No. I mean, like. I, I tried this a long time ago, um, and I think it went pretty well. I see what I did wrong in that time. I, I think I could do it a lot better. It is, uh, it's a game that, that I can run and play in at the same time because of the way it's oh. set up. It is a D20 game hmm. um, built off of I, the, the third edition rules. The Know Your Role professional wrestling game, WWE. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know why you were embarrassed to say yeah, it, because you should be. That's no, fine. It was it was fantastic, because it's, it's ran... That's right, Bear Droid. You got it. Um, it was it was pre- it's presented as if professional wrestling is real. Okay, it and is real. It, you, I mean, you tell a you tell a professional wrestler that it isn't real. And no, no, get no. Ready I mean, I mean, there's no, there's no. St- I'm not talking about what happens in the ring. I'm talking about okay. the, the storylines. Oh, okay, gotcha. That all of that stuff is actually real. So all the rivalries and all the stuff is you know what. Is, oh it's it's God. all is one hundred percent real. So, I and, and this would be a campaign, and it, it would not have to be like an every week thing. But you just the way I did it was we started our own. I started my own wrestling federation. Everybody made three wrestlers, mm-hmm. and you can have matches going on. You know, a couple different matches going on because not everybody can really take part when people are, are doing the, the wrestling and stuff. So I made the, you know, the, the tournament brackets. We were going to try to determine who the, the, the heavyweight champion of the wrestling federation was going to be. And everybody went and got intro music and I had it queued up. And when I would introduce the people, I would hit the music and they would come out and I, I drew up all their characters and I did it in the style of like Ed McGinnis, I think is his name, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, and I used that whole like DC, uh, Ed McGinnis kind of, uh, animated, uh, Batman, the animated series. I used that mm-hmm. art style and like the the commissioner of the whole fran- of the federation looked like old Bruce Wayne, huh. kind of kind of a thing, and everybody got to you know do all their stuff, and you could start your own rivalries. You could do run-ins on the during a match and mess with people and stuff, and <laughs> so holy crap, 
This is amazing. It, it was it was it was so much fun. A, a buddy of mine, he he made up this wrestler called the Dingo Kid, and it was like, okay, how do you how do you enter from backstage? And he had this whole thing set up, and and Craig is gonna love this. Uh, he came out, and it was this it was this huge uh, animatronic kangaroo that that came out through the Titan Tron. And the dingo kid would would jump up out of the pouch uh, to, to, to enter to enter the ring, and I'm just like, this is absolutely hilarious. So, I had a character who was supposed to wrestle him in the next round. So, I had it set up where when the kangaroo came out and he came out to the song. Timey Kangaroo down. That was his. That was his entrance music. And so my character—I don't remember my character's name—but I ran in and beat him to a pulp with a chair while he was still in the kangaroo pouch. <laughs> and just blam, blam, and totally—he was totally worthless. For the match, I pulled him out of the pouch, drug him down the the thing, the ramp, and threw him in the in the ring, and he was pinned instantly. Totally took him out of the competition, and it was like he was just like, "Why in the hell did you do that?" <laughs> and I'm like, to start a rivalry because nobody was doing that. We were just wrestling. I mean, it was just it was bonkers. We were having tag matches and all it was just so stupid bonkers fun but uh yeah that's uh that's crazy yeah i would that mm. is not that is not that is the last thing on the on the list of rpgs out there that was the last <laughs> one on the list i told you the one that i didn't even know about i didn't even like i like there's an rpg for wrestling it's i shouldn't called, be surprised it was it was uh yeah, it was done through uh, WWE. It's called Know Your Role, and yeah, it, it it's it's a cool system. But yeah, everything is everything is real. That's how you play it. Is everything actually happens? You can do vignettes. You, they had rules for shooting vignettes and and promos and all all kinds of stuff. It it was crazy crazy fun. So I'm going to have to ask a buddy of mine that is probably like my go-to wrestling fan. I'll have to go, have to, go to, to Foley, about my buddy Foley about that, and ask him if he's ever heard of it or played it before and see if he has a tale to tell that, that might mirror your own. Yeah, that have, is I have a couple extra copies. Hang on. Hang on a second. You don't have a, a extra copy. You have a couple of extra copies. That's wow! I, yeah. He's ready. That's, I'm ready. That's I'm ready. awesome. I I went out and bought like one of those uh, the heavyweight championship belts. Oh my god! As a yes. toy, you know the toy belts it's to use as uh, our federation belt. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was just bonkers and stupid and fun. We would laugh. We just laughed our butts off. 
the whole time just doing crazy mm-hmm. crazy because you come up with your own wrestling moves they have like lists of actual moves and how to do them but then you could make your own oh my gosh and oh I yeah cannot... i i <laughs> Yeah, I can see. All right, so so let's do a quick recap here. Troy takes the cake for the most varied. Yeah, he does. Uh, with <laughs> Call of Cthulhu. Shocker. Then uh, Blade Runner slash Alien slash uh, Soldier. And then uh, Know Your Role. That's right. Amazing. <laughs> wow. Uh, delightful. So, so- that was so a dark like horse the, entry right there, my it friend. It was. It was. <laughs> wow. You, your bronies, can take that some bitch, <laughs> turn it up sideways, Pulse and shove it up, up your thighs. Rudy Poo candy ass. And Bergeroy's totally right. That if it's know your role, it's definitely like the '97, '98 yeah. to 2001 era, 100. Yeah. percent Oh man, it was. Mm. It was a lot of fun. That's it awesome. was a lot of fun. Well, this was fun. I liked this. Kind of like the 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 wish list items of. Uh, of uh, games we'd like to run and play in, like I've, yeah. And you're right though. Is is that on brand? Is every single one on brand for Troy? Hundred <laughs> percent. Are all of them on brand for Zach? Hundred percent. It's yeah. really, it really is interesting to kind of like to flesh out our personalities <laughs> on the air here, uh, and like start to create this like almost like a like a branding of games, the kinds of games that we're interested in, the ones we want to play. And things like that. It really is, but yeah. um, I, it is comforting to know that there's definitely a lot of like crossover between mm-hmm, yeah. stuff that we you want to play and run versus all three of us are really really interested in, in playing the same thing. Craig Craig wins with that comment. Troy, get the get tables. The tables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. I I will say that um, I've been knocking things off the list so. Um, you know, the list that I have this right now, I hope to knock a few of them off, if not this year, the next year. Um, you know, Dune was on my list of games that I really wanted to play. We're neck deep in a Dune campaign now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that feels good. I always wanted to, wanted to run a Middle-Earth game, and I've ran two of them, and now I get to play in one, so, like, I feel like I'm crossing off those. I wanted to do an Alien game. I wanted to play that. Play in the second one now, right? Like... Um, so, uh, I fully expect that this wish list is going to get smaller, um, in the future. It's going to keep uh, growing. We're going to find well, more stuff. Let me, let me rephrase that then, perhaps. Things will drop off this list. There you go. It yes. should be checked off this list. Um, uh, this isn't going to be stagnant. The one that's probably going to sit up there for a while is Edge of Empire, because there's a reason... There's a reason that Troy called it the uh, guilty pleasure. Like it just has to be perfect. It has to mm. be. Uh, it has to be. Um, but maybe that'll happen. So, all right. Uh, so let's let's wrap this sucker up with a couple little notes here at the end. Um, first off, thanks a lot to chat. Um, lots of <laughs> awesome notes and ideas and comments uh, tonight. Um, if you're listening to this as our podcast. Uh, Thank you as well. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, but we would love to have you interacting with us live. Um, and uh, there's plenty of room at this table. Um, 
if you want to continue this conversation, tell us what you uh, what your wish list is. You're welcome to do so by reaching us out, reaching out to us on Facebook or head over to our Discord. Uh, link is in the show notes of the podcast, or you can hit either one of us up, and we'll get it to you. Um, and uh, we have a lot of good chats that go on in there. This next week, we've got some big things on the horizon, don't we, sirs? We do. I'm excited. Uh, Tuesday's going to be fun. two days, we've got Skeleton Key Games, uh, which have a Mm -hmm. grab bag of different products and projects that I think we're going to have fun chatting with them about. Um, Then, uh, in one week, we have our next crowdfunding corner. Um, So get your wallets ready. Get your wallets ready. Um, and then on the 23rd, your, your pregame for Thanksgiving, uh, I think like, I don't want to set the bar too high, but these guys are awesome, um, and delightful. And we're already having a great time with them just in, just in our text chats. Uh, we're going to have Levi Combs and Skeeter Green from, uh, DCC and, uh, uh, like osr feel games mm-hmm. um on our show to chat about a whole host of things uh, that's going to be a crazy episode that'd be a lot of fun <clears throat> craig i really appreciate that craig says he we have inspired him to move and play and run some of the games off of his list i appreciate that hopefully hopefully yeah uh, we can we can all cross a few off yeah exactly uh, fellas, um, I think I think it probably uh, should be said that um, uh, we like to play some games with some of these folks in chat and with each other at some point in the near future. I know uh, chat's been asking about when we're going to be popping back into the VDDWs, mm-hmm. and we don't have a strong answer for that. Um, but... I think that there's going to be some opportunities on the horizon to play some different stuff with us. Yes. Um, I know for a fact there's going to be a Merkborg game in the next six weeks. We'll put it that way. Um, so keep your eye out for some stuff. We'll probably put some posts looking for players in the chat and I'd like to bring some of you in. <clears throat> Anything else I should cover? I don't think so. It's all I don't think so. Okay. If you want, if you anybody wants to be a part of the the insane antics, yeah. Facebook, Discord, all down there in the doobly doo. Hit us up. Absolutely. Uh, so, all right. With that, uh, I want to thank everybody who's been active in chat tonight. That's Girk. That's Craig. That's Beardroid. That's Ferristein. That's Darius. Uh, Darius is a new uh, person, yeah. first time poster at least. Uh, that's Joe. Joe, well, thanks for popping in there. Um, it's yeah, Mitch. Kill a lot. Y'all are awesome. Rain Jim made it. Yay, Yay Rain Jim. She didn't have to spend any money this time. There you go. Just give it, give it <laughs> time. Win. Yeah, that being said, week. that being said, I would not be surprised if us just talking about things that we want to run doesn't end up costing somebody well, some sort be. of money. Yeah, yep. I'm yeah. pretty. I'm pretty sure that you can get know your role for pretty cheap. Um, Nobody wants to though, I, Troy. Listen, think, there's a reason. <laughs> I put a link. A, I put a link in. Um, I put a link into like the copy that I have, but then I found another another link. Oddly enough, I've not seen this. 
before. They 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 re they redid it apparently. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I think there uh, must be a second edition. Cool. <laughs> Troy's like, that out. get my wallet out. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, hey, uh, thanks a lot, chat. And until next week, we'll see you next time. Have a great game, everybody. Yep, you guys stay safe out there. It's very Troy. It is very, yeah. Very Troy. Well, all right. (laughs) You you know what else is very Troy? It doesn't matter what else is very Troy. Oh, my God. There it is. I I signed up for that one. You did. We will see you all later. Have a good night, everybody. All right, everybody.